Welcome back to another brand new episode of our Yasha Ministries Let's Rap Reveal podcast. For those of you who may be listening for the very first time, welcome. I always like to say it is not by chance or coincidence that you are listening to me today, but it is by God's divine order, and he has ordered your steps right to our Let's Rap Reveals podcast. For those of you who are returning listeners, as always, I want to say thank you. Thank you for continuing to listen, like, comment, and sharing our podcast. Today, I want to start by asking you a question. That question is, what are you spending your time thinking about? Could it be negative thoughts, maybe defeated thoughts, lustful thoughts, coveting thoughts? What about envious thoughts or revengeful thoughts? What? What is it? What do you spend most of your day focusing on, thinking about that are negative? Proverbs 23 and 7 tells us, For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. That lets us know that whatever it is that you're thinking about, focusing on in your heart, so will you be. Let's just take a look at that scripture. When we look at the word thinketh in this scripture, it is referring to thinking, calculating in his heart. I bet you didn't realize that your heart thinks. Your heart not only has the ability to think, but it has the ability to calculate. What is in your heart? What is it thinking? What is it calculating? How is it affecting the conditions of your mind? Now, when we begin to look at Jeremiah, the 17th chapter and the ninth verse, that scripture goes on to tell us, our hearts are desperately wicked. Who can know it but God? What exactly is that verse saying to us? It's saying more than anything else, a person's mind is evil and cannot be healed. Our mind is so evil, it cannot be healed on our own. We cannot self-heal our own mind. The Bible goes on to say, who can understand it? But I, the Lord, the Lord is the only one who can understand what goes on in a person's heart and what goes on in a person's mind. We can see a person, we can look at a person, we can talk to a person, but we have no idea what that person is really thinking. We have no idea on what's really going on in that person's heart. Oh yes, we can say anything with our mouth. And sometimes if you listen very, very closely, you will hear the words that are coming out of their mouth reflecting what's in the heart because the Bible tells us that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. So if you listen very close and you pay attention and you're very observant, sometime a person will reveal themselves by what's coming out of their mouth that's really going on in their heart. But the Bible tells us in Jeremiah 17, that ninth verse and that tenth verse again, it says that more than anything else, a person's mind is evil. We know our continual thoughts are evil unless we're operating with a, a renewed mind. The word of God tells us to be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of our minds. If your mind has not been renewed or transformed, that mind only has evil thoughts. It cannot be healed. The only one who can understand it, the only one who can heal us, is the Lord. Why does the word say that? Jeremiah 17 and 10 says, for I, the Lord looks into a person's heart and test the mind. It is the Lord 
who can see in the heart. It is the Lord who has the capability of testing the mind. So our hearts are deceitfully wicked and no one can actually know what's going on again in a person's heart except the Lord. When our hearts are not renewed and Christ is not on the throne leading our hearts, our hearts has the ability um, to think. Our heart also has the ability to affect us, to lead us astray. How can this happen? Because our hearts are naturally, as the Bible say, deceitfully wicked. Our hearts are ungenerated heart without Christ cannot and will not be submitted to the Holy Spirit. I love that scripture. And I always like to say that we can't put any stock in our heart. You can't go by what your heart is saying, because again, the heart is deceitfully wicked. The heart has the, the capability of leading you astray. Our hearts have the capability of deceiving us. Our heart may like one thing today and dislike that same thing next week. That's why it's so easy for people to fall in and out of love because the heart is deceitfully wicked. You ever met somebody one week they're in love with this person and then the next week they they're hating that person and in love with this person why because the heart is deceitfully wicked no one can really know our heart except the lord now we begin to look at galatians and the fifth chapter beginning at the 16th verse it reads as so i tell you live by following the spirit then you will not do what your sinful selves want our sinful selves want what it's a what is against the spirit and the spirit wants what's against the sinful self. The two are against each other. So you cannot do just what you please. That lets us know right there that there is a war going on within us. There's a war going on within our um, spirit man and our sinful selves. It's telling us to live by following the spirit that we can't do everything that our sinful selves want to do. Why? Because our sinful self is against the spirit of God and the spirit of God is against our sinful selves. Those two are totally at war with each other. So there is a war going on inside of you, constantly pulling at you, good and evil. There's always something trying to pull you to do the wrong things. There's something trying to pull you into negative defeated thoughts or, or mind-binding thoughts or uh, intrusive thoughts. Those thoughts come to keep us in bondage. Those thoughts come to hold us hostage um, to the negativity of this world or things that's going on around us. We cannot allow ourselves to get caught up in the negativity of the thought, the, the mind binding thoughts that will come into our mind. We have to continue to do a mind check to keep our mind submitted to the will and the authority of the Holy Spirit. So the word of God is telling us in Galatians 5 and 16 that we should walk in the spirit. And if we walk in the spirit, we shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Our minds, we have to understand, are in our soul realm. We are um, fleshly. That's the fleshly part of us. I always like to talk about us being tripart beings. We are spirit, soul, and body. We are tripart being. We were made in the likeness and the image of Christ. Uh, we uh, serve a triune God who is Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. So we have to understand that we too are tripart beings. We have a spirit. And inside of our spirit, there is a soul uh, and we both are reside in a body. So we have the spirit uh, who is the spiritual uh, part of man. 
And then we have the soul who is what the Bible refers to the fleshly part of us. It is our thoughts, our mind, our will, our emotion, our intellect. It is our memories, our past memories. It is that area that we find ourselves getting in trouble. It is that area that we have to continually keep a mind check over. We often tend to think the flesh is talking about the body, this uh, body part of us. But what it's really talking about is our mind. It's our heart that leads our minds. So we have to know who's on the throne of our hearts. We have to have the Holy Spirit at the center of our heart. The Holy Spirit with a capital S have to take control of our spirit with a little s. Our mind influences our thoughts to take over. Let me say that again. Your mind will influence your thought to take over. But such as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So that thing is rooted in your heart. And then that thing that's in your heart begin to affect the soul realm, which is your mind. And then throughout the mind, it begins to allow the thoughts to take over. Our thoughts then in turn begin to direct our body to react. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. What your mind is thinking, it's going to cause your body to react. So the problem is a condition of our mind, which is a result of our heart. Yes, that's what I said. Your problem is a condition of your mind, which is a result of your heart. If your heart is wicked, you're going to think wicked thoughts. If you think wicked thoughts, you're going to have wicked actions. You see what I'm saying? It comes down to what it is is in your heart. Who has the seat of your heart? If you're thinking on spiritual things and God has the seat of your heart and your heart wants to please God and your heart wants to be uh, uh, submitted to God, you're going to have a submitted heart and you're going to be submitted to the word of God and the things of God. But when you are, your heart is not submitted over to God and you allowing your heart to be led by your mind, be led by your flesh, it's going to take you in areas that you don't want to go. The word tell us to submit ourselves, to submit our heart to God, to love him. We have to love the Lord our God with all our heart, all our soul, all our mind. We have to do a mind check. Yes, Matthew 22 and 37, Jesus said unto him, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. He's covering all of that. He's covering the heart. He's covering the soul realm, which is in the mind. That mind is in the soul realm. The, again, the will, the mind, the intellect, the emotions, your thoughts, your memories, your past thoughts. Um, we have to bring all of these things subjection under subjection of the Holy Spirit. We have to consistently, continuously make sure that we're doing a heart, soul, and mind check. Now, how do we do that? We do that by asking yourself, self, what am I loving more than God? What is it that's in my heart and with my soul and my emotions and my will and my mind that I'm loving more than the Lord? What is it that's driving my thoughts? What are you thinking on constantly over and over again? Because whatever that thing is in your heart, that's what's going to be driving you. That's what's going to drive your mind. Your mind is going to drive your behavior or your body to move and act upon that thing. For instance, if you have a person who loves to eat, they love food. All they do is think about eating. They think about food all the time. They go to bed thinking about food. They wake up thinking about food. It's only a matter of time before that thought that's in their heart is going to work its way over to the soul realm in their mind and their mind and their thoughts are going to tell them, go get something to eat. 
It's the same thing with lust. If you have a spirit of lust, you have a spirit of a, 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 a fornication or a lustful spirit or a perverted spirit. And, and all you want to do is watch pornography all the time. You're constantly looking at pornography. You're constantly looking for things to stimulate your uh, sexual appetite. Um, the more you think on these things and the more you think on these things, you're going to act upon the thing. You're going to begin to pull the videos out. You're going to begin to watch the pornography. Why? Because that thing is in your heart. That is the heart of the matter. What's in the heart? We have to do a mind check and we also have to do a heart and soul check to know what is driving your thoughts. Are you thinking on spiritual things? Because the Bible tells us in Philippians 4 and 8, he says, finally, my brother, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of a good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, Think on these things. So a uh, Philippians is telling us Philippians four and eight. He's saying, brother, I need you to start thinking about things that are true. Stop thinking about false things. Stop thinking about negative things stop thinking about things that have not even happened yet. Letting your imagination, the imagination is in the soul realm as well. Your will, your mind, your intellect, your imagination, and our imagination tends to take over and it begins to paint you a picture of things that are not true. So Philippians say, how do you combat this? How do you do a mind check? How do you get over what these bombarding thoughts that continue, these intrusive thoughts that continue to try to bombard your mind? He said, you begin to think on things that are true. You begin to think on things that are honest, not lies. You begin to think on things that you know for a fact that are honest things. You think on things that are just, not uh, injustice, but you begin to think on things that are just, lovely things, things that are pure. Don't think about uh, perverted thoughts. Don't think about uh, sinful thoughts. Begin to think on pure things, things that would satisfy the spirit man in you, things that will help the spirit man to grow. Because I can promise you, beloved, whatever you eat, that's what's going to grow. As I said, you have two uh, things that are happening in you. The kernel mind is enemy against the spirit and the spirit is enemy against the kernel mind. And they are fighting one against another. And if you feed the kernel fleshly self, more than you feed your spirit man, you're going to set up strongholds and your fleshly uh, man or your carnal man is going to begin to become stronger than the spirit man. You have to begin to feed your spirit things of God. You have to read, you have to pray, you have to listen to the word. The Bible says, how can you hear without a preacher? How can he preach and say, except he sent? We have to, uh, Surrender ourselves to the power and the authority of the word of God. Begin to devour the word. Begin to hunger and pant at the word. As a deer panted after the water brook, so shall my whole heart panted after you, O God. We should thirst for the living word, which is Jesus Christ and the word of God. For the word is bread. It's life unto us. The, 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 the word of God is, is the bread that we need. It's, it's, it's when we're hungry, we can eat from the word of God and be satisfied. That's how we're going to grow our spiritual man. But he said, think on all things that are pure. Think on all things that are lovely. Begin to have lovely thoughts. 
Think about butterflies. Think about uh, rainbows in the sky. Rem remembering that every time you see a rainbow in the sky, it's God reminding himself not to destroy this world because he loves you so much. Not um, giving it away to negative references that they've created, took God's rainbow and, and perverted it and changed it into something different. But no, think about what a rainbow really is in the beginning. In the Bible, it says that God puts a rainbow in the sky as a reminder to himself. So think about lovely things. Think about flowers. Think about ice cream. Think about something that makes you happy. He said, think on lovely things. Whatsoever things are of a good report. Let's think about a good report. Whose report are you going to believe? Don't think about what the de what the devil's saying. Don't think about what the doctor's saying that's negative. The Bible says, think on good report. We have to call those things that be not as though they were. Well, who are we going to believe? Are we going to believe the, 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 the doctor's report? Or are we going to believe the word of the Lord? It goes on to say, think on things of a good report. It said, if there be any virtue, begin to think on these things. What is virtue? Virtue is that thing that's moral, that thing that's upright, the righteous thing. We should be thinking about righteous living. We should be thinking about living a moral life, pleasing and acceptable unto God. The Bible say, which is our reasonable service, telling us not to be conformed to this word, but be ye transformed. Think of that word again, transformed by the renewing of our mind. I'm telling you, beloved, it's time to do a mind check. We have to get our minds in order. We have to get our heart in order. We have to take our heart and surrender it over to the spirit of God. He said, if there be any praise, if there's anything worth praising, he said, if there be any praise, think on these things. If you're going to praise anything, begin to praise things that are true. Begin to praise things that are honest. Begin to praise things that are just. Begin to praise things that are pure. Begin, my beloved, praising things that are lovely. Begin praising the good report. Begin praising things of virtue, of moral report. Begin to praise these things. If you're going to think on anything, think on praising these things. It's time. Once again, it's time to do a mind check. Let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, I just thank you for this word today. God is short, but it's powerful. God, I thank you for how you allowing us to know, God, that in you, we are complete, God. We are who you say we are. God, I thank you right now for our minds. God, we ask that you would put us on the helmet of salvation to protect our minds from the expectation of the enemy. God, we know, God, that we are in a spiritual warfare, that our flesh is fighting against the spirit. And our spirit is fighting against the flesh. God help us to know that whatever we feed the most, that's who's going to come out victorious. So Father, today we surrender our minds to you. We surrender our soul and our heart to your sovereign will and your authority. God, we want to do your will. Father, have your way in our life. God, if there's anyone who's listening to me right now that's struggling in their mind, I come against mind-binding spirits in the name of Jesus. I take authority over intrusive thoughts. That one that's com contemplating suicide, that one that feels like they don't know what else to do there at the end of their rope, I take authority and I bind that spirit of suicide that spirit of oppression and depression right now in the name of Jesus. I command you to take your filthy hands off of God's people. God, I thank you right now for victory, God. I think that they're going to think on all things that are lovely. They're going to think on things that are true, things of a good report, oh Father. God, you said let this mind that was in Christ Jesus also be in us. God, help us to have the mind of Christ. God, help us to know that though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare, they are not Carnal, but they are mighty through you. 
to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imagination and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Help us today, Father, to continue to bring every thought, every thought to the captivity and the obedience of you and your word. It is in your son Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hallelujah. I do thank you today for listening to this podcast. I do pray that it's going to be a blessing to your soul. I know the Bible tells us that his word would not go out void, uh, not go out and return to him void, but it will accomplish that which he sent it to do. So I know and I believe and I trust that God is going to perform everything that he has begun in your life. I am Elder Shanina Walker. I want you to know that I love you, but God will always love you more. Until the next time, have a blessed day.